Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. This morning's a short episode, and it will be short because I have a client coming shortly, short, short, shortly, is about the question, why? And it's something that has a a great deal of significance for me, and the question why, you might think, why? Why would the question why have any meaning? And I'm increasingly believing that why is one of the biggest words in our in our world. Such a small word, and yet it has such significance, I believe, for the way we live our lives, our entire lives, the way we construct our societies. So what do small children often ask what's the most common question once they acquire some language skills is why why do we do that why did you do that why does it look that like that why do we do this why must i do not do whatever why 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 and for the first few years when they're really small you know we go with it and and, and we're quite well equipped to answering those questions But then as they get tougher, they start to ask us questions. We have no idea what the answer is. And a lot of us, because we've got other pressures in our lives, we unintentionally sometimes, intentionally on others, we start to shut down those questions because we can't answer them. And we might shut them down by either making something up thinking well they're just young you know it's just a story it doesn't really matter and it, and it may not uh you know if we make up a story about father christmas or or god uh or, or anything we kind of think well yeah but that's okay because there's an air of mystery and magic in childhood that's important to maintain and i'm not arguing that it is or isn't but once we move beyond that and they start to get to an age where they don't accept the you know the notion of magic or mystery or they know that actually where are you getting this from they start to question the answers they're being given and then they become more wise and then there are follow-up questions like what how and another why and we don't have the answers so we start to shut down and why does this matter what's this got to do with midlife or society I think it's got everything to do with society and it comes back round and hits us on the back of the head like a boomerang that we swung out (laughs) earlier in our life and it comes back round and hits us on the back of the head. Why? Because we shut down or we get shut down as young people from that question why, we stop asking the question or we start We don't stop asking the question internally, but we stop asking the question of others. We start accepting things that we don't really feel comfortable accepting. We start going with things because we've learned the rules. Remember an earlier episode about rules are for fools? That 
to question something of a certain person with a certain status uh, is is the wrong thing to do don't question it just do it just do it or because how common are those phrases just do it or the answer is just because in other words i'm shutting this down we're not going any further with this and this gets played out arguably in a slightly more grown-up tone of voice in businesses across the planet by employer employers to employees by colleagues to one another by customer service teams to customers they might dress it up in nice clothes but fundamentally if we keep probing but why but why but why because a part of us says this isn't right this doesn't stack up this doesn't feel right this doesn't seem to ring true to me but we start shutting ourselves down and we run them the question in our heads and we might run it privately in conversations with others and we get ourselves wound up about it and we create stress for ourselves so so we move away from the why like stop asking about why you can't change things and i, I need to do another episode about this to give this more weight uh, to, to do the topic justice really this i just press record i've got a client coming soon and i know there's more that i want to say about this so so we stop asking why which means we perpetuate situations and circumstances and norms that are not acceptable and do need changing and need us to collectively go hang on a minute hang on a minute to realize that we're not the only ones questioning why why is it like this and to give you a quick episode a quick episode not a quick episode i'm just looking at the word episode um a quick example there were two in my mind i really should write this down because i you know when you just have to get something out and i can't get it out enough um one of the things is uh talking about menopause how women reach that point where suddenly <clears throat> like your whole physical being and your mental being is suddenly out of control it's like oh my goodness i used to be this coping person and now i'm feeling overwhelmed easily i'm feeling drawn to tears easily i'm getting anxious and i didn't used to get anxious um i'm getting hot you know all of the physical symptoms but as you know i'm mostly interested in the mental symptoms and we question why but we don't get great answers so there's the clinical side of that like we're not getting the answers from the clinical establishment and we shut down because we go well i don't know we might do lots of googling but that's that's it we're not pushing hard enough for better answers for better responses but more worryingly almost is how it starts to play out in the workplace so women that have got to a, a good senior level within their businesses for example suddenly start to drop off they suddenly realize that menopause means they can't continue working in the way they've been working and then they start to question why which is good except it's probably too late 
the question why should have happened way, way, way earlier down the line. And, and I'm straying, as I sometimes do, into my version of what men, um, feminism is, is about questioning why. Why should I be expected to work according to this norm that makes no sense to me at all? So in COVID, for example, we have now all, you know, everyone's acting like, oh, it's a big surprise. It's been imposed upon us and like, oh, who knew how this would work? The notion of flexible working, working from home. How many of us, women particularly, especially when you first have young families, decades ago would have snapped at the chance to do flexible working and working from home. But how many of us were told, no, that won't work. No, we, we can't do that. We can't monitor what you're doing successfully. And I know you're going to get into the technology argument, but, but let's set that aside. We can't monitor what you're doing. You know, the productivity will fall. We need to know where people are, what they're doing. All of that bull, S-H-I-T, that we're fed. And so we stop asking why. We just go, no point, no point asking. And this is what women do too often. And so those women that are now having to give up, wrongly give up contributing their skills, their expertise, their knowledge, their know-how, their, their perception, their ability to be able to spot actually those cracks that go, why? Why do we do this? Surely this would work differently another way. I believe women have that perception probably better than a lot of men. Well, and I am being really generalist here and probably I'll get shot down in flames at some point along the line. But I just think I know that I've spotted things along. It's like, well, that's obvious, isn't it? But it isn't, doesn't seem to be obvious to other people, but it is to us. Why would it mean I'm less productive? Because I can work hours and feel calmer, more chilled, means I'm less anxious, means my brain works better. Why would that not make me more productive? But people don't want to hear. And so they shut down. So we stop asking why, why? And because I've said this is going to be short and because I'm running out of time, I'm probably not making this point well enough at all but I want you to persist with the question why. I want to urge all of us to get behind the notion of why. Because things like the Me Too movement that suddenly everyone got behind and has begun to change the way people perceive women, business, entitlement, patriarchy is a good thing. But rather than wait for a Me Too, where we're all going, oh, that happened to me, that happened to me, that happened to me, that happened to me, when it comes to discrimination on the hours we put in, how we put those hours in, where we put those hours in, what's the right way to do something rather than an equally productive way. And I'm talking about way more than flexible working here. I'm talking about all kinds of other ideas that I know you have in your businesses in your workplace, in your home, of how things could be better if we just persisted with why? Why are we doing it like this? Why? Who says? Who says this is the best way to do it? If we do that instead of waiting until it's a me too, in pushing with, no, I'm not accepting this. 
Give me a better answer. Prove to me why. And we don't want to rock the boat. And, we, you know, it's in our nature for most of us to just, oh, let's just smooth things. Oh, God, let's not make things difficult. Yeah, just go with it. It's fine. Just, just go with it. It's our strength, but it's also our Achilles heel. Why causes trouble, creates ripples, challenges. But I think we've lived too long, long enough with just smoothing things over, allowing things to be the way they are. Oh, no. yeah, I know <laughs> you're not going to change that here. That's how it is here. That's how it is in this workplace. That's how it is in this line of business. That's how it is in this family. No, it's time for us to stop going with the flow so much. And this also kind of moves into the realm of not saying yes so easily to everything, learning to be more assertive, to say no to stuff. But it starts with the question, why? Why is this the norm? Why? This makes no sense to me. To persist with why? To not shut down our children, to not shut down ourselves, to explore what the answer is, even if we don't know what the answer is. Explore, well, how could we try this out? Let's see. Let's not shut this down. Let's explore. How does this work? If I work differently because I'm in midlife and I'm having hot flushes and I'm not sleeping well and I can't think straight, what could I do differently for sure? But why couldn't we do things differently too? This has probably turned into just an absolute rant. And many of you may think, I don't know what she's on here. What is she on? But that's fine. You know, why? You, you can question why. Why the hell did she record this episode about why? And when I've got time, I might plan out something nice and structured where we can explore this. But you can tell it comes from a place of, of, uh, uh, of repressed oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, just go with the flow. Just smooth this over. Why? Why can we not sometimes be vociferous, question, challenge, refuse to accept? Midlife or any other part of life. That's how we get change. Not just for us, but for all the people that follow us to make their lives easier too to make their lives better if we question why. Breathe, Charlie, breathe. <laughs> and back in the room. So if you found this weird, wonderful, you uh, value these podcasts, please share widely on your own social media platforms. And I look forward to welcoming you on another episode tomorrow. All right, take care. Lots of love. Speak to you soon. Bye for now.